0: I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. In three, two, one. Greetings, all. This Hello, is,
1: folks. It
0: it's Seth and Adamsher again. And this, and this is not sure Seth Adamshire at all.
1: A production.
0: Here for the commentary podcast of Dixie Sindberg, episode 19. President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine As if you didn't know. Of P-47 yeah. Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Grassy Battalion, and this is their story. This is the start of uh, a very uh, epic sequence. Spectacular. Epic.
1: Oh, if I may say, I, this is, I think, perhaps my favorite title that I've come up with for any of these shows.
0: The Oracular Spectacular? Yes.
1: It's,
0: it's very good. Thank you. Thank you. Very proud of that one. You do well on all the titles, actually. Well, I try. They have that that, that, that extreme old-timey time, timey, time feel. It's a tough
1: balance because like, sometimes I want to throw a lot of alliteration in there because mm. it makes it feel more old-timey to me, but I don't want to do that too much, especially since uh, Dixie's button at the end of every episode is always alliteration, so I don't want to overdo it. So right. Yeah, you know, it's a little back and forth trying to find the right one each time. I've got a list of a couple that I've already come up with, but I don't have episodes to fit them. I'm just like, oh, this would be a cool title, so <laughs> i ever write an episode that fits them then I can just
0: refer to that. I ain't waiting for tomorrow that might happen. never come. We are not prepared. We must both take nice. the defenses and the repair of their flames. You must listen to us. I want to draft a nest so badly it hurts, Dixie. I think I understand how you feel. Oh, poor Tommy. This, of course, is uh, the episode with Dixie's
1: uh, first big mistake that she makes.
0: Mm. What? Dixie? Making a mistake?
1: <sighs> yes, yes, that's pendant audio for you where our heroes aren't perfect.
0: Soon but this I was wondering if the uh the tinkering noises I put at the beginning of the episode with uh, Dixie finishing working on the plane was enough. it was just like a ratchet noise, and that was it, but i always I'm always wondering how much to do and like sometimes I think I go a little too far no, I mm-hmm. well sometimes less is more mm. but you know you showed me I was wrong, and you know it ain't easy for me to say. That. But you got class <clears throat> and you got skill with this see wow thank you joey even joey thinks this so feels like nothing but to me
1: yeah, yeah. nothing but
0: gimmick i think i'm a show off sorry chickadee but i got to call it like i see i think that's the first time in a long while i've heard am- anyone call anyone else you chickadee the rest of them i had on me too i am very you got to get that old timey
1: dialogue you know
0: for many years we need like an old-timey dictionary. That's what we need, or a few, Uh
1: Websites I found with you know slang from the thirties and forties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that
1: line actually initially was was going to be a uh, you know the Shakespearean et tu Brute type line, except with Freudenberg instead of Brute, but then. Susan <laughs> pointed out that was a bit too stuffy for
0: Dixie. Dixie. And I agree.
1: Not, not that she wouldn't, you know, be smart enough to know that or whatever. Well, but yeah,
0: but it would be that that verbiage I think would be too yeah. much for her. Yeah, and she was
1: right. It was a very good catch on Susan's part.
0: And I hope uh, people caught that as Dixie closed the canopy, the music closed with it. Morning. Ah, oh, Esmeralda. I haven't heard from her in a while. Where did she go? Hmm, I wonder. She's in the kitchen. Ah, uh, maybe. Sort of. I'm going alone. Will she be continuing in the kitchen, or will she be joining our comrades elsewhere? Yeah. Well, she she
1: certainly won't be flying a plane. I can tell you that.
0: Or frying a plane. Ha ha ha! Sorry. <clears throat> you can make your own decision hope you come back in one Scotty Vinicombe is uh, settling is down back nicely back? as as Cornelius yeah. Robert Simmons yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: there was a, a noticeable difference in the last episode of this one. He really seemed no, more comfortable this time. Mm.
0: Both he and Mark, as as Frank McGuff, are settling down very, very well. with expressions of worry and sadness. I have to do this. Yeah, and uh,
1: you and Renee, right there. By the way, the two of you together, plus with the mixing, that that little bit you just, ooh, you really got me there. That was that was a, that was that was an amazing little bit. Thank you. And a, a long outro here before
0: a word from our sponsor. The word from well, it, our sponsor.
1: It, it works. It's a, it's a big turning point for Dixie. So it was uh, it was good. It was important. It, it lended a lot of weight. I think. Thank you. By the way. This is, now, I'm sorry, I have to say, best commercial
0: ever. (laughs) (laughs) Just the name of it had me cackling when I read this script.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think of something a little more uh, subtle, like some of the other products, you know, but I was like, no, no, this is so ridiculous, it's just got to be, you know, completely obvious and blunt, and,
0: and it was beautiful. And then,
1: yeah, Steve's performance really just sold it unbelievable. This is why he got, I mean, this isn't why he got the best supporting actor in Dixie. Good example of it, why. Yes, yes, that's that's right.
0: Definitely. Best Pendy for best supporting actor. <coughs> best Pendy? Best supporting actor, Pendy. There we go.
1: Yeah. You mean this will make people happier. Well, that's the idea, Chum.
0: Had a lot of fun mixing this one. Yeah, well, there's more sound effects in this commercial than usual.
1: <laughs> and they're all the same one. There's a couple of different. There's the powder poof and the liquid. And mostly um, just spraying him in the face, though.
0: Actually, I have to be honest here and say that in the commercial, there is no powder poof. There's one at the end when I finally decided to use a, a, a specific sound effect for the 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 spraying of the powder. But in the commercial, it's just it's all Steve when he gets sprayed with the powder, not the spray, but the the powder.
1: Right. I always saw that just kind of like one of those big, you know, like it's a giant pad full of like white cakey fa- flour powder that someone just smacks him in the face with.
0: Right. But I couldn't find a sound effect that way, or at least uh, in my my searchings, I couldn't find one. So I, for the, um, for the end credits, I used a different kind of spray. At, uh than the one we use here for the actual spray. I used, like, a, a smaller, like, a water spray bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little... Down, quick kill and a the for the powder. Kill
1: and the I, everyone,
0: no zombies at Pendant Audio. No siree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh actually, the commercial that this was based off of, it was, uh, you know, a bug spray. And they were touting the use of DDT and what a miracle ingredient it was and I just I couldn't stop laughing I was like "That, that is too precious to let pass so oh my. send me
0: a copy please oh you always want my copies of yes, commercial. I, yes. <laughs> and the first time I got to use the tag voice the tag voice or the disclaimer voice you know original gollenslee oh. was right, right. not harmed in the making of this film you know. Right, 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 right. I don't get to do that a lot. I think this is also my favorite uh, Scar Trooper scene wear? ever. <laughs> when I first read it, it just. I, I read it at work, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, and had to stop reading uh, a couple of times because I just kept busting out.
1: Ah, a high compliment indeed. I Thank you, sir.
0: In laughter. In laughter. Busting out in laughter. Yeah, yeah.
1: I should hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this whole scene actually came out of the the cup my bunt phrase, which I don't know where it came from. I was thinking about, like, funny things to try to do with the, uh, the troopers and, of course, Nebby and the cakes. And I'm like, oh, bunt cake. Bunt is a great word. I've got oh, to work yeah. at it. And then I was just like, cup. If you cup my bunt, it was too... The innuendo, I... The whole scene just sprang out of that, that phrase. <sighs> We're doomed. Although, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, if you think about it now, but if you go back and listen to the pendies... Mm. The acceptance speech that uh, Philip and David did for the uh, best comic relief independent production for the Scar Troopers. Right. They talk about cupping my bunt again.
0: Oh. And yeah. most
1: people probably had no idea what they were talking about because it came out before this episode, but of course they recorded these lines months ago and recorded oh, right. acceptance speech after, so you know, you got a little time shift mess up there, but I doubt anyone ever picked
0: up on that. Oh, sorry, class has started. I really feel like it. That is a school <laughs> alarm. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is. You know, from like a seventies or early eighties high school. Oh yeah, between classes. Right. Nom nom nom. Once again, Amanda Fitzwater with the nomming. Dixie approached the base quickly, but first, let's go back and see what. I love that little, just that little mini scene. Dix, Dixie approached the base quickly, but first is like sound effects, and then they cut off, and then we go back to. Yeah, that was the
1: first time I ever wrote a, a scene that, like, was kind of like, yeah, that stopped and went back and you hear something in the past after it. But it was like, it felt like if Geist was, you know, using the alarm, obviously I couldn't cut to the the talking with Billingsley ahead of time and fit both of those things in. So that was my way of breaking the two up to show simultaneous things happen, happening at the, you know.
0: And it works discussion. very well. Well, thank you. And the return of the blue goo.
1: Oh, the blue goo.
0: We loves us our blue goo.
1: Lots more blue goo coming. Oh, yes. Stay tuned. And, uh, this scene, and along with a little bit of, in, uh, episode 18, I think it was, you could start to see a slight little bit of Billingsley's true agenda, perhaps, peeking through, what's he
0: really up to, you know? What is? What was it? Everyone here seems to have ulterior motives. Well, maybe not the Scar Troops. <laughs> and they just like that cake and their seat cushions. Where did the seat cushions thing come from?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something ridiculous to keep playing up the whole innuendo with them. and right. That's just what came out when I was writing. I don't know what that was all about. I couldn't tell you. Well, it works.
0: At least for this devious fellow, it works. Pete had a good idea. Water break. <clears throat> and I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, cat break, too. I knew it. All I had to oh, I do. I hear it now. I it. Yeah. Kitty cameos. A plum out of pie. Great line. Steady. Dixie brought the base into her sight and ready to fire. Suddenly, four wolf one ninety shot from the side of the base and took to the I want to
1: know yes. Christ, how many are actually surprised to see what <laughs> happened at the end of the scene. That, that is, I mean, I really expected that to happen.
0: To um, I was. No, uh. On Dixie and
1: there's only so many times she can go you know four on one five on one and and come out of it on un- on scratch you know I mean what is this? the very first episode she was like was like what four on one yeah and she shoot, well, she shot
0: at least one of them now maybe two I don't remember struggled to keep control and get the back this isn't a fantastic four comic book
1: oh wait did I say that
0: out loud there the base crossed into her sights, however momentarily but Dixie sees the. I don't actually read the fantastic four comics so I don't know if they you know survive every Did encounter but um Afraid it sounded funny him. when damn i said it so out <laughs> 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 once again we have flak flak ladies and gentlemen flak and nowhere to run what did I, get I have in? to say,
1: I think you're getting exceptional at putting together the uh, the dogfighting and the the flak and the bullets and the plane. It's, it all sounds really, really good. Thank you. She comes works. from Not that did before, but it's just it's getting so much more. I don't know, like
0: real. It's really good. Well, I've really had good. almost two years of practice. Which I would like one? to
1: show here, folks, that this is that that was Dixie's plate hit it in the water, and, and that's not going to be retconned, it's not changing, it's not a dream, it really happened, okay, it's none of this ooh, she hit the water in the next episode, oh no, she didn't ha ha, fooled you, no,
0: no oh. you find out what happens after she hits the water yes ooh, yes. stay tuned here's a spoiler and yes, things I are wet have sorry
1: <laughs> things are wet, very wet I don't
0: know if um, how many people will be able to catch this, but throughout the end credits, whenever Dixie has a line, even though she's underwater, or especially because she's underwater, there are bubbles backing her lines.
1: Oh, see, I had always kind of envisioned it in my head when I was writing it anyway, that, like, when she had a line, she was popping her head up out of the water <laughs> and like saying it and then going back under. But no. I didn't actually read it that way. So.
0: well, she remember she's in you know she's enclosed in the cockpit, so she's oh, still. Yeah. End credits, you know, it's always a little different. I mean, they're punching buildings. he's really, in, you know, not next to them, but, you know. That's not just in the end credits, you know. <laughs> I am aware. I mean, you know, I have asked before where the fourth wall is in this show. Personally, I don't think there is one, but if it ever gets one, I'll let you know. Okay. Yes, yes, please. forward yourself. me that memo Thomas Dixie she died. I Uh-oh. I to tell, you. <gasps> tell her what What, um, what was that? Hmm?
1: Like that. Mm, that that she still owes him five know, bucks. It yeah that was <laughs> so
0: The Dixie and Tommy shippers are gonna have a lot of fun with that.
1: I can't even believe there's shippers for this show. That's just so crazy. I mean, in an awesome way, but it's crazy.
0: It just, you know, marks our show, marks our show as listenable. Yeah. People like us. Sort of. Or they like the idea of Dixie and Tommy, at least. Apparently. You said
1: Dixie was your only friend.
0: And, you know, Freudenberg and Lily. Mm. And... Volker and Vrenny, some say. Some say. Okay. Some say. <laughs> I don't know if I ever see that one going anywhere. I might be dead you your locking lips. <laughs> Love knows no bounds, honey. It's true. Duff it, corny. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Pride as That was a nice laugh. We effective? Kind of a change, isn't it? I like no, that it. was a great read from, uh, Listen, from Catherine Pride there. That, that the little answer. pause before. Effective? Oh,
1: you shall see. Ah,
0: <laughs> oh, Volker. <sighs> it took
1: me a minute to realize that that was him trying to cackle, and then I couldn't stop laughing.
0: i better in my sleep. Sorry, so sorry. I got caught up the moment. How did he get a hold of that? Well,
1: you know, in... in the the um, Studios where they record Dixie. Uh, there's a Umket product later on. I'm sure.
0: Right. They get comped a, 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 a bit of the product each of them.
1: Well, remember that one? where Dixie went back with the oily purification jelly and gave it to Freudenberg.
0: That's right. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, I had forgotten stuff in, the, in my own show. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's 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 not good. It speaks well, Sam. So. Very well. Thank you. What was I saying? Oh, Nebby! Kristen Bay says the umket triplets. Dixie was shot down into the deep, dark water. We hope she won't drown. She doesn't have a daughter. <laughs> I no kids. Your writings, is? your Ooh. writings for the triplets are fantastic as well.
1: <laughs> oh, I should not be writing songs. That's that's what those are the results.
0: This is Seth sure Stay tuned next time and discover what Dixie encounters deep within the ocean. What indeed? Same Dixie time, same Dixie channel to like how I turned that phrase. Yes, it was very clever. Thank you. I am an artist, you know. And uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Now, here, here at the end, when Volker starts spraying, it's not Billingsley he's spraying. It's you know various Scar Trooper Red shirts yeah, see, at first I
1: thought it was Billingsley, but once you told me it was, like, just various Scar Troopers, then it was even funnier.
0: It's the 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 German Wilhelm that my friend Jim Hamilton recorded for me back when we did 12, reapplied here. And the can is running out. Nice touch. Why, thank you. Thank you, good sir. Alrighty. And we're out. Bye-bye. See ya.